And here we are at Nerd Talk, guys. <laughs> I did that pretty good, didn't I? You're actually, you were dead on with what he was counting, too. That's funny. That was pretty good. Yeah, it was. So I am Super Beard Vince Hoover. God, that TV makes me look like I've got a sunburn. And that would be Boss Tech. I'm Boss Tech. Hey, how you doing, everybody? Hey, I'm Lexi Confetti. Oh, we Lexi the end. Confetti. We've changed it up a little bit. Yeah. We've matured our game, you could say. Maybe got a little new. Bree says she likes sitting uh, up tall. I do. I like being. She always sits up tall. I know. She's taller than you. I know. <laughs> of course, she was a lot of people. Who's not? <laughs> Wait till you see the interview later. I say we have an interview with somebody who's more oh, taller than you. Let me you. tell you something. I'm not to digress. Two of them, actually, two, two ladies, two sisters, mm -hmm. who we thought were twins. Yeah, and, and there were six, six years, years difference between wow. them. But they look like twins. Yeah. I, we're like, wow. Yeah, so, I, I made the joke that I'm sure the oldest one was very happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, tonight, we are going to talk Ooh. about Megacon. Oh, and by the way, Loot Crate threw up everywhere. Yes. Yeah, this I is all this is stuff. all this month's loot crate. Halo, loot crate, loot crate DX and anime. Look what I got. Because everybody like... knows how I feel about Wonder Woman. <sighs> Where's the Star Lord? Because he's pretty awesome. He's over there too. He's over here. There he is. Stop cleaning the Star Lord. He's clean. He's clean. I love that commercial. Have you seen that one? No. The Dairy Queen? Dairy Queen commercial has that where they have this uh, new type of ice cream and sandwich thing all thrown together and it's all about and see it comes together like a great team like like guardians of the galaxy you know the you know and, and next there's a girl very clean in star lord he goes all right girl whatever her name was star lord's clean huh <laughs> oh my i have not to seen me, that commercial to me i yeah. tried the blizzard it was all right uh, you, you know what i'm talking about yeah, right? yeah it's, it's, i haven't it's seen the commercial of, but i've had the ice cream really yeah oh i don't uh, watch tv we yeah. don't see commercials. I like I like I like Dairy Queen. So but I That's a nice Gar Garden of Galaxy 2, brother. Yeah, that was really good. So which hey, by the way, you hear something funny? Wait. No no. You hear something funny? So yeah. our awesome movie critic mm -hmm. went last night to see the mummy, which is not out yet. Nope, it's next week. <laughs> oh, no. yeah, awesome. Completely, completely misread the email. Thought it was last That's night, went all the way down there. Awesome. But, but it's not until next week. But we gotta go see um, and I hate to do it because I, I, it's not at my favorite it's my at my favorite theater, but I'm gonna go see Wonder Woman this weekend because oh, you know Wonder Woman's awesome. Well, for any of the four people who have not seen Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 2, or for the millions who want to see it again and again and again, <laughs> Cinema 6 is now running Gardens of the Galaxy 2. Nice. So go down there and watch it, get some awesome snacks, and you'll do it at a much cheaper price than going to some other theater. Absolutely. So. Yep. And you get good food. I mean, not just crap food. They get good yeah, food. Yeah, no one cares about your opinion on that movie, Dylan. I'm glad I can't hear him, so I'm yeah. just going to talk right over I haven't right seen it him. yet, still. Yeah. Okay, well then go to Cinema 6. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dylan sounds like one of those art noir uh, film <laughs> critics from Juilliard that their favorite movie is a silent movie from that was only played in Cannes one time. Right. You know, he's, yeah, he's got no. the same thing. Oh, there's such a thing as too much humor. No, there's not. No, there's not. <laughs> no, there's not. It, it was funny. It was good. It was exciting. No, that's not true either. I can name plenty of bad superhero <laughs> movies. Uh, yeah. So, if you notice behind us, right here, <laughs> we have, ooh, that almost bit me. Yeah. We have a oh, loop awesome. of awesome, uh, just a little quick loopy. We'll, we'll show some more of this stuff, but <clears throat> let's, let's get, to, let's talk about Megacon. Megacon was amazing. Holy crap, it was good. Yeah. It was, it was. I am so, you know, I had several people that, uh, to be, and I won't say their names, they, they literally thought all we did went over there this week, that weekend, and just kind of partied. Really? Yeah. I'm like, 
No, we didn't party. Yep, we broadcasted and we were making, we were having fun. It's just because of what we do, but we didn't party. I no, walked over 50,000 steps each day. Yeah. Holy crap. Three days in a row. That's yeah. awesome. And I was only there Saturday and Sunday, and I'm telling you right now, <laughs> just Saturday wore me the hell out. Yeah. I mean, good Lord, Dylan. And he was there Thursday, came back. Him and Dylan went Friday. Then we did Saturday, and then Dylan went back and did Sunday. Oh, my. You drove back each night? I did. No, we, we stayed over. My oh, wife they stayed is, over, but I had... My I wife had is one of, those, one of those, one of those um, thrifty women that can find the best deals in the whole wide world. For what everybody else was paying for a condo or for a hotel and, and just cramped, we got this beautiful condo. That's for, awesome. I, I don't think half the price of a hotel. And we were there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and we come back on Monday. Um... Three levels, three bedrooms. That's awesome. And Memorial mean, Day weekend too, so all hotels had yeah. already hiked their prices. I mean, it was right. freaking awesome. And That's cool. It was just, I mean, yeah, we didn't spend much time there because we were we were all working, but still, what a great place to stay. That's we'll awesome. We'll go back over there again, especially because we have uh, Infocom coming up, which I don't think I'm going to go all of. I get to go. I think I'm probably going to wind up going one day. Mm -hmm. But we have to go because it's what it's, it's our industry and it makes us uh, it keeps us abreast of what's going on, which is right. kind, of, it's kind of a big deal for us. Well, I mean, all this new equipment, you know. I right. mean, I am bus tech. I have to be up on the latest and greatest crazes. So yep. you know, but let's talk about one of the first interviews that we're going to do. Uh, I well definitely and, and me personally, I, I want to see my favorite with him and the twins. So if Dylan will cue that up. We will uh, we'll we'll play that one first. Yeah, that's Twisted Sister cosplay. They were absolutely phenomenal. They hey, Dill, roll that footage, buddy. All right, I'm here with Maleficent and Maleficent. We have classic Maleficent and hardcore Maleficent, as I would put it, like the one that will definitely kick your butt. So, what inspired your cosplay today? Um, actually, this was a idea we came up with right before the movie came out. It was a challenge, actually, as a teamwork project. Yeah. <laughs> so, dude, this was actually our first cosplay build. Oh, wow. Well, well done. Thank you. Um, you kind of nailed out a park. It's all downhill from here. Um, no, I expect you guys to do great things. Um, you were saying you're having a little trouble hearing. Are they uncomfortable in any way other than, than, like, say, the ear part? Only when I walk into things, like low, like low doorways, elevators, lights, other people. Well, I mean, with the horns, you guys are like, what? Seven, seven, seven foot five. Seven five. That's nearly my height backwards. Like one more inch, it's my height. Like wow, so incredible. Now, is this your first convention you guys are doing, or do you guys do these uh, often? Yeah, um, actually, we've been going to Dragon Con since 1996, showing our age a little bit there. But this is actually her first MegaCon, my, my first MegaCon. Yeah. So we decided to do it a little bit closer to home. We're from Jacksonville, so okay. yeah. This one hasn't been worn here, so we decided. By us, at least. Today yeah. we'll do it. <laughs> so that's awesome. So um, now there's another MegaCon in Tampa in September. Uh, do you think you guys will be able to hit that one as well? Um, Unlikely, because DragonCon's also in September, and that's right. our home con. So. Where is DragonCon at? Atlanta. That's why I th okay, that's why I thought. So, uh, well, best of luck to you ladies. You look fantastic, and I feel extremely short, so I'm going to go. All Whoa! Right. So, dude, they were tall. Again, that's six. That's yeah. Twisted Sister cosplay. It's six four and a whole lot more. Is it a little catchphrase? They have? <laughs> Seven five with the horns. With the that's horns. awesome. Are they both the same height? 
Yes, they're both six four. That's crazy. And again, yeah. six years apart, they look like the identical twins. They did. They did, didn't they? I mean, they it was like I'm, I'm, I'm going. And then once they said, you know, their age, I'm like, well, I can't tell who's older. I really couldn't. <laughs> I'm like, it was no way to tell. I, I'm like, that's all right. But they, I, we saw them come. We're like, oh, that's an interview. That's cool. Yeah, we, we, there's we, there's you know, no way we could not interview we them. We had just then. finished one, and we literally turned to the left to head down uh, Artist Alley, and it was they were just obviously right walking down like, whoa. That's so, awesome. That was cool. They're Artist tall. Alley was awesome. We got, mm -hmm. um, uh, I mean, we, we, we could do, we're, we're going to do each show in the next couple of weeks. I'll have different interviews with different people. Um, but my absolute favorite was right here. Mm -hmm. I don't know if Dylan can get into that or not. But um, we, um, we were coming down the escalator. And I went in there. I guess Dylan can't get there. So, <clears throat> oh, there it is. Okay. And look who we ran into. These guys were awesome. That's probably the best Daryl and best Rick I've ever seen. They're now, incredible. The Rick I saw last year at Mega at um, TampaCon, mm -hmm. uh, the TampaCon. Yeah. And uh, I got my picture. As a matter of fact, hold on one second. I think. Actually, right here. No, it's the picture of. I had to do the makeup artist that did the zombie. So, oh, cool. really, really cool. Um, as a matter of fact, he's he's uh, he's right up in Ocala. I think it's Ocala, and he said he would come in for the show too. I just got. I got to give him a call. That's awesome. Um, but he's he was a really really cool uh, cool guy. But uh, let's show that let's show that uh, that interview with uh, the guys of The Walking Dead. All right, I'm a little scared, but I'm here with like pretty much the one and only. Rick Grimes and Daryl and and this guy who's gonna try to eat me, but I gotta say, how is it? Uh, how has the con experience been for you guys so far? Oh, it's mega con. It's always a it's always an incredible experience here. That's great. So, uh, how often do you get to do these? Uh, like this whole setup is amazing. How often do you guys like in a year do you guys do this kind of stuff? I think I had some uh, more than twenty conventions last year. Wow. And uh, ninety five percent of those were features. He is terrifying. Terrifying. So, I'm going to come over to here. How often do you get to do these as well? Um, I've done five this year, I believe. Four or five. Yeah, five this year. It's amazing to me. I, I remember walking by and I'm like, I did the same double take that just about everybody does. Is like, is that them? Is that really? You guys are just like straight on dead ringers. And so it's like, it's like you were born for this. Um, when did this kind of start for you? When did it click? I was... Uh about a year and a half ago when uh, I started growing the beard out and I couldn't go anywhere without people taking pictures of me so I won the contest. I got into contest and won the Grimes Lookalike contest through Walker Stalker and um, started getting invitations. I built the first set to take along with me and uh, since then I've had repeat features so I needed to build a new set and try something new so I'm, I've got the most current season going uh, for me now. It is pretty awesome. Now, how about you? How long have you been doing? Have you been recognized? And just it's it's one of those things for you that's like, yep, I got to do this. Um, seriously, not until last September, but uh, non-seriously for several years for mostly Halloween. Uh, I've been getting it in public for a long time. That is awesome. Well, guys, we really, really appreciate this. We're all huge Walking Dead fans, um, especially that guy back there. He gets Walter White, by the way, all the time. People walk by, go, oh, it's Walter White, it's Walter White. So we get he's so he's used to it, but. Guys, we really appreciate this. We're going to have you guys on, on our Nerd Talk episode next week. 
and we love you guys and thank you so very much. Yeah, just uh, ask everybody to go check out CecilGrimesCosplay.com. That's across all social media platforms, and I'll be in uh, Canada next weekend at Niagara Falls Can uh, Comic Con. So. Awesome, awesome. Well, international love there. We need to go because he's going to eat me, and, and I'm not that tasty, so i got to go. Bye. <laughs> oh, my. We are back. That made it, that right there made the whole trip worth it. That, ex that, that whole awesome. experience was really cool. And what was great was like, we walked up, we were just trying to get footage from the outside. Yeah. And I was going to attempt to ask if there's any time we could schedule right. an interview. Mm -hmm. And the guy's like, hey, you know, they already had a line for me. Yeah. He's like, hey, you guys want to come into an interview? We're like, um, yeah. Yeah. We're like, okay. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 it's good if a line forms. We're good. So come on in. So we did the whole thing. Then he took That's our photos. Awesome. He gave us each a photo and they both signed it. And That's that was cool. it was really really cool. I, I I took a picture of that and posted it online. I and saw that. My nieces were like, "Oh my god!" They thought we actually met the. You know, oh, met the, met the I'm like, I wish. <laughs> like I was telling you during the interview, uh, he is actually Cecil Grimes is recognized by the show The Walking Dead as an official cosplayer for the show. That's uh, awesome. He's that he. I mean, you know, talk about a doppelganger. Yeah. Like he looks exactly like him. Mm -hmm. That's that's it's crazy insane how much he looks like. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna step aside now. I really kind of dislike uh, most uh, today's top ten, right? But today we have we have a couple and we're gonna break them up. But this first one we're gonna talk about is the one that aggravates my son the most, um, and I disagree with it. So. We are going to do the most overrated video game. Top 10 most overrated videos. Okay? Video games. So, and we're going to start with number 10. We'll jump down here on the bottom. Yeah, just, we'll count it up. Because I have it. Yeah, here we go. So, the most, the top 10, uh, number 10 is Grand Theft Auto 4. 4. 4. No, yeah, yeah four, four, four. That one. Not five, four. Four. And I mean, okay. I played it once. Where was that one at? That Where was one it based? Is, four is. It's, it's uh, San Francisco, isn't it? San Andreas. Is it San Andreas. Oh. San, show the picture again, Dylan. Oh, Liberty City. Liberty yeah, City. Liberty City. Okay. Liberty City. Okay. I haven't San played Andreas that one. San Andreas is the one before that. I, I okay. played um, it once, and I just didn't. <laughs> <laughs> eh. I can't hear him, so I have no Yeah, idea. he's, he's, he wants, he wants to talk about, yeah, he's, he's complaining about something, I haven't figured it out yet, because none of us have actually said it's overrated, we hadn't even got a chance to review it yet, and he's complaining, right. but, you know. He, well, he so. liked it? Yeah, yeah, so. Okay, well. Like, I was going to say, for me, all the Grand Theft Auto games, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. I think I, they I were all. Them. See? Uh, all the, the viewers will have to deal with this for a moment because this part needs to be said. Uh, needless to I think yeah, you can un, I think part of it is is that Dylan doesn't quite understand the overrated term when it comes to this because okay. when people talk about overrated, it's not saying that it wasn't played a lot or that it wasn't super successful. That's not what overrated means. 
Overrated right. means that it was overhyped. People call it the greatest game of all time when it's right. not necessarily the greatest game of all time. That's yeah. what overrated means. Doesn't mean it wasn't successful. Doesn't mean it wasn't played a lot. Right. So now with Grand Theft Auto 4, I played it one time. I don't really know much about it. Mm -hmm. I can't say whether it was overrated or not. I never got through it much for past the first level. Right. You know, I I, I leveled up once or twice in the hour I played it. So. And I only ever played things, San like, Andreas. It's, again, it's like. Is it a good game? Of course. Is it a 10 out of 10? Absolutely not. That's what they mean by overrated. Not saying it's not a good game. Not saying it's not been played a whole bunch. It's just, it's just not, not as good the most, as everybody says. It's not says. the perfect game ever. Yeah. Well, I mean, so. according to all these people on here, a lot of it is, they said the graphics, the story, characters, and other things were really great, but some of the things that they felt were lacking were controls, gameplay, and the fun factor. Rockstar made a bold move by striving for realism and although most people enjoy this game because of that I think it was a mistake when looking around the city it became really nice but it was still just eh, the fun yeah. factor wasn't there that's what they're saying right so, so again, these games aren't it's not saying these games weren't successful because they obviously oh. all of them are mm -hmm. it's just the overratedness is where these games people people claim it's the greatest game of all time right it's a perfect 10 and they're not necessarily that uh -uh. Because like this next one, I know Dylan hates all the Final Fantasies pretty much. He's so number nine on the list was Final Fantasy VII. Didn't he? Did he not say earlier <laughs> that all the Final Fantasy games are overhyped? Yeah, he did. Yeah. So I don't know. I I never played that one. I never got I, I never got fi past Final Fantasy two. So I really don't know. I never got in any of them. Yeah, to me, it wasn't. It didn't hold my attention. Yeah. Right. Well, I think seven. Like I can understand the overhype with seven because people have been begging for it to come back, saying it was the again greatest game of all time. Mm -hmm. And don't get me wrong, love Final Fantasy seven. It's a great game. It's a lot of fun. But again, that's not like a, a game. I don't. I haven't played it in years. Final well, Fantasy one, I liked. Yeah, exactly. Because of Cloud. Right. Yeah, Cloud. Yeah. yeah. So on the number eight, on the number eight, yeah, I actually man. have pictures of all these. So on number eight is Halo three. Now, I never got into the Halo craze. I've played the games, I've played 1, 2, and 3, mm -hmm. and I just stopped playing them because I just, eh, it's alright. But, I'm, I like, never, I but like, I'm not much mm -hmm. of a first-person shooter style game. Right. Even like, say, Fallout 4, mm -hmm. I don't keep it in first-person. I kick it to third-person. That's just the way I like to play my games. You can do that in this as well, but I just, it's just not my thing. I just never got into it. But those games were, again, they're all very successful. I just don't necessarily consider them the greatest games of all time. Right. I never played Halo 3. I played it must have been Halo 1 because it was like 11 or 12 years ago. And I played with my ex-boyfriend and he would be like, hey, get into the Warthog. And he would run me over with the Warthog. Hey, get into the Warthog. And he'd run me over with the Warthog. So God, that's how that's I mean. broke an Xbox controller. Oh, so he's the dude. Oh, he's the hey. dick. He was, yeah. So, um, so number seven is Flappy Bird. Now, I have never heard of Flappy Bird. Me neither. It's a mobile there game. There it is. It's Flappy um, Bird. And Isn't that was, it like now, Angry Birds? No, because what, what Flappy Bird is, and the only reason I know this is because at game time, they actually have an arcade version of it. And okay. my son has hit the jackpot several times on it. <laughs> but what it is is the bird just kind of does this, and you have to hit it up. You have to keep hitting the button. Oh, I did play that. And it goes in between that. pipes. Yeah. And you got to keep it going. Once you hit a pipe, and that's the best part of the game is just when you hit a pipe, it goes, boom. Like it's a really loud thud when the bird hits it, and the bird just dies. No, no, but I'm good. Again, people—it's just like Angry Birds, which may or may not be on the so list. So it was kind of like okay. Super Mario Brothers, uh, the texture-wise. Yes, texture-wise, it was very 8-bit. I got it. It was just there was nothing to the game. There's no plot. There's no nothing. You just okay. got to get the bird from point A to point B. But 
again, it was one of those games that everybody had to download it. Everybody have to have it. Everybody has to play it. Oh my god! So it's like a game that's on here that I'm I still play it, but it's, I'm surprised it's not on here. Is Pokemon Go? Yeah. Pokemon Go is another one of those mobile games. Everybody has to play it. Everybody has to do it. It got over. It did get over hype, and then oh, it died. It, yeah. Now it's coming yeah. back. It, it's not on the top list. So the next one, number it. six, is Five Nights at Freddy's. What the. Heck? I've that is a jump scare game I've about seen basically Chuck E. Cheese gone wrong. <laughs> okay. So these. Why would that be bad? This child is killed uh, by the animatronics, something like that. They get the, the, the animatronics become possessed. Blah 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 blah. Um, Chucky. It's, it's another one of those awesome. games. Chucky. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's another one of those games. <laughs> Love Chucky. Where it just it just took off super fast. Oh. I've never played any of them. But my son is obsessed with them. I've never played any of them. So I don't know if it's good or not. Uh, from what I understand, the jump scares and all that stuff are great. But how could you be jump scared by on a game? Well, because all you're doing is walking around with a flashlight. You're oh. a night security guard walking around. The dogs on Call of Duty make me jump when the dogs jump out and try to kill oh, you. Oh really? It scares the crap out of me like every other time. So well, number there's a game like like Silent Hill. Yeah. When that first came out, it scared the bejesus out of me. We turned the game off. We were like playing it at one o'clock in the morning. And we're oh, like, oh, okay, what's going on? Did that poor TV scare <laughs> Yes. So, uh, uh, another one, Metal Gear Solid. You know, here I am, I've you know, I'm 15 years old, and Phantom Menace uh, takes over my TV and changed the channel and starts reading my memory card and telling me what games I'm playing. I freaked out. Like, are they hacking myself? What is going on? So. <laughs> All right, well, number five is, uh, I think Dylan doesn't like this one, uh, World of Warcraft. Okay. I don't like World of Warcraft. I couldn't get into it. I like Warcraft. I think I found love. a good image for World of Warcraft on this one. I'm not I sure. love Warcraft. Warcraft one, two, and three were awesome. Oh, Starcraft yeah, was awesome. The old one. But yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't get into World of Warcraft just because. I mean, that's that game takes a lot of work. Like, there's no you can. You can. Yeah, it's just I can't. I can't even get into it. Well, I remember when I was on the road with Paul Mitchell. And we would go start setting up for shows, and all the techs had their laptops out, and they were all playing it. Hey, people play it for days. Like, I mean, straight. dude, and they were all yeah. like in the same world, and they're like, "Where are you at? I'm over here." Blah blah blah. And they're all like, "I'm like going." I, I when I when I saw that, the, what reminded me of it is when you see on Big Bang Theory. Yes. They're all sitting there and they're mm -hmm. playing. And when Penny gets into it. Oh, she gets into <laughs> it, and I'm sitting here going. Yeah, my laptop's not downloading that well, crap. There, there are people who literally, to play the game, get dressed in cosplay at home yeah. to play. Really? They get that in the character. Oh, yeah, I don't know necessarily bad. if it's overhyped, though. Because well, do, you don't again, hear a lot about it anymore. A lot of these lists are, a lot of these lists are all uh, opinions. So they're all, it's, it's yeah. not like, it's, you can't, don't it's take it as, author opinion. Yeah, exactly. It's not law, it's not, thing. <clears throat> so number four, four is Halo. Halo Combat Evolved. Yeah, Evolved. Um, I think part of this too is some of these players are coming into these games, like Halo came out like, what, 12 years ago, like you said? Yeah. Yeah. You play that now, mm -hmm. that game's not good. Right. If you're playing it now based on the games you play now, so that could be what part of it is, is like, mm -hmm. oh, I heard this game was great, right. now I'm old enough to play it, and I play it. Well, crap, it sucks. Right, because it's not what they're used to exactly. now. Exactly. One guy here says Halo 4 and 5 are underrated. Underrated, not overrated. No, Halo 4 and 5 are under. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so. Well, I mean, I don't I know. Get, I like Halo. I like all the Halos. I just, you know, 
Um, I'm actually stepping up in the world. I've got an Xbox One, but I'm going to probably go on a PS4 one day. Maybe. Okay, number three, Minecraft. Now, that game was overrated. Ugh. I will that's absolutely all, agree with that. I, I remember for two years, that's all anybody talked about. I Minecraft, don't understand Minecraft, that Minecraft. game. It's 8-bit. Well, it's not right? even 8-bit. It is high-res blocks. Yeah, I don't get it. And it's like it, fat I don't blocks, understand so it's the made draw. to look a bit like... Well, like, I know uh, one of my sons built this whole massive world. Hmm. <laughs> And it wasn't my younger son. <laughs> just saying. I'm just saying, like Minecraft. I do, uh, matter of fact, like I, what is the point there of Minecraft? One. There isn't like you just build. You, stuff. But you build stuff and then it's you break stuff, and then you build stuff and then you break stuff. It's I've, for people who have a god complex. I've that would be the seen, best way I can it. I've mm. seen people watch YouTube videos of other people building stuff on Minecraft. Yeah, my son That's does it. That's like watching paint dry. I there was there's <laughs> a show there's a really? show he watches YouTube videos and after YouTube Minecraft for all those guys these people are like crazy. Why, what yeah what is there's a there's a channel boxes. I there's a channel uh, twit.tv and when Minecraft was big there was a guy on there that was the Minecraft kid he he literally looked like the the kid from you know he you know, the yellow hair whole nine yards. And they chroma keyed behind him, him building his world. And he had hundreds of thousands of people watching him. That's crazy. I, I just, yeah, I never got it. That doesn't make sense um, to me. But, um, so number two, Angry Birds. Yeah, I told you it was on a list. <laughs> Angry Birds. Angry, now, I've played Angry Birds and I'm not it's not a fun for game, like but... 20 minutes and I'm like, I'm done. It's not a fun, I'm not saying it's not a fun game. I had I it. I had, it. I had Angry Birds too. Uh, I had Star Wars Angry Birds. That yeah, was more I had fun. that one. That was more I had fun. that one too. The thing was, it's just like, Where's Angry Birds? That, it, it got its own <laughs> it movie. It made it more fun. It was oh. so big of a mobile yeah. game that got its own movie. Now granted, the movie, hilarious. <coughs> yeah. The movie was hilarious. But I'll take Angry your word Birds. for that. It is. Well, it's also got a, a, a ton of adult you windows. When Jason Sudeikis is the main voice. Oh, yeah. Tons and tons. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. But the innuendos are flying, literally. That movie, was, I mean, it's the first mobile video game to get a movie. That's crazy. And one of the only video game movies to be successful. What does Dylan think about it? Dylan, what do you think about it? Dylan has left. Dylan's left the no, building. No, he's, he's checking audio. He'll be with us in just a okay. moment. Angry Birds at least lasted a while. It's hype. It lasted a fair amount of time compared to some of the other cool games. Like even Pokemon Go, it lasted longer than Pokemon yeah. Go as like the big top game. Yeah. And the number one game on this list, Call of Duty. Agreed. The fact that people spend their you play entire... Call of Duty. You're Call of Duty Ghost, That's right? because it's the only one I... I'm good at. <laughs> well, here's the really? Thing. Are you good at it? Ish. <laughs> Does Dylan tell you what him and Cage were sitting here watching me play, and they're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, they couldn't have come out and helped you? What? They couldn't have come out and just helped you no, a little bit? No, they no. were in the office making fun, of, making me the fun of me the whole yeah, time. Yeah, but I couldn't hear them. Oh, but that's then Cage so came out, wrong. And I said something, and I was like, I'm not very good at this game. And he was like, yeah, I wasn't going to say anything, but That's we okay. Were... Uh, uh, about a, about two years ago, we yeah. were we were starting our, uh, a gaming side. Mm -hmm. uh, we were going to do, like, yeah. we're gonna, we, we started trying to start our own Twitches and stuff like that. Actually, we're going to bring back what we used to do mm -hmm. with what you're doing now. Yeah. And we'll all come on and do an hour show, and we'll all stream. Dylan made a great point, actually, about Call of Duty, is that it's about quantity over quality. 
they just try to get a new one out every year, which is why Infinite Warfare has been considered one of the worst games of all time. Um, oh, so they're just trying to slam them yeah, out, slam them out. Slam oh, them we out. found something popular. Boom, 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 yeah. boom, 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 boom. Okay. Yeah. But here's the thing, Call of Duty, my sergeant used to have to put in a leave. He put in leave, used his vacation time to go to tournaments because he was in the he was the leader of the second largest Call of Duty clan in the world. Really? Yeah. God, it was ridiculous. Damn. They were obsessed. That's crazy. And I'm like, and I, I like wow. he's like, dude, just try it, just try it. You'll fall in love with it. Just try it. <laughs> I equate this to the same thing as like the movie something about Mary. People swore up and down. Funniest movie of all time. And it made tons of money. So I finally lamented and I went and saw it. And I didn't laugh once. <laughs> same with Napoleon Dynamite. Dude, funniest movie ever. <sighs> and then I go and see nuts. it. There's a couple parts I'm like, huh, huh. not funny. Because it got overhyped. Same thing with Call of Duty. They swore me down. Boom, 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 right. boom, boom, boom. And then I finally play it and I'm like, this sucks. Because yeah. it was overhyped. Uh, well, I, okay, I can see that. That makes sense. So I'm going to get rid of that right there. So let's go back to com let's go back to Megacon. Yes. So what was your favorite interview that you're going to show us? Mark and Draco. Oh, yeah. Mark and Draco works for DC Comics as well as Dark Horse and Dude, was the bomb talking yeah. to I mean, he, he was really... He he's written some great stuff, including an award-winning um, independent comic. He wrote with Michael uh, yeah. uh, Michael Bendis. That's and awesome. Brian Michael Bendis, I'm sorry. And But the current thing he's working on, which he will talk about in the interview, is uh, Batman 66 and Wonder Woman 77. A comic about those two meeting up, and it's really well. Really let's cool. let's watch this video, and then when we get back, we're gonna talk about it, and we're also gonna talk about someone that you had on um, Comic Book 101 last night, which really? was actually a really really good mm -hmm. show. So, hey Dylan, let's go ahead and roll that video. All right, guys, I'm here with a to me a legend in the business, uh, Mark Andreco, and I didn't butcher his name because I made sure I checked beforehand. So, how's it been at MegaCon so far today? Um, this is actually my. I've been here for about two hours. I got in last night for, we did a uh, cocktail party for the Love is Love book that I did, the, to, uh, the anthology to raise money for the victims of the Pulse nightclub shooting. So it, it's nice to be here. Uh, I'm hopefully going to be visiting the site tomorrow. Um, but it's a great show. I, I, there's a ton of people here. Everyone's super friendly. The, the artist's alley is more like artist boardwalk, which is nice. It's old school. It's very old school. Uh, Everyone here who runs it has been so accommodating and so helpful, which is a lot because most of us are insane and very needy. Uh, but it's been great. It's been great, and it's air conditioned in here. So I, outside's a different story. Yes. Outside's a. It reminds me of my days in Ohio with the humidity. But uh, I can cross a walkway and be air conditioned in five seconds. So that's a good thing. So um, if you don't mind, I'd like to show this off. The Love Is Love project was a great project honoring those that uh, died in the Pulse uh, shootings. That was an awful tragedy, but. At least there's some way we can help and give back. So this was awesome. Um, and what I want to talk about as well, what are you working on currently with DC, if you can talk about it? Uh, well, I'm just finishing up co-writing Batman 66 meets Wonder Woman 77 with Jeff Parker. So it's Adam West and Linda Carter. And it's a six-issue miniseries. Issue 5 just came out Wednesday. Wednesday. Um, it's the first two issues take place in the 40s during the first season of Wonder Woman. So we have 10-year-old Bruce Wayne. The middle two issues take place in the 60s, so we're on Paradise Island when Wonder Woman's back, and the, the last two take place in the 70s, so we kind of do uh, a, a Batman 66 Dark Knight Returns. Uh, Robin is now 70s Nightwing with his George Perez Kung Fu outfit and chest hair and a medallion, and, uh, and it's super, super fun. You know, getting, I've gotten to meet Linda when I first started doing the Wonder Woman 77 books. And Linda Carter is exactly what you want her to be and more. She's just, there's a reason why that performance has stayed with people for 40 years because her elegance and class and devotion to the character and 
you know, I've said it before, she played Wonder Woman like she was playing any other role. She could have been playing Florence Nightingale or Lady Macbeth. She didn't look down on playing a superhero. She played a character and she takes that responsibility very seriously. And Gal Gadot is very much picking up the mantle of Linda Carter and giving us a Wonder Woman that we've desperately wanted to see for 75 years. And that is awesome. Now, as we saw as we walked by, you mentioned that you have already got a chance to see the movie. So let's give a quick, spoiler-free uh, review of the movie, what you thought about it. Um, the best way I can describe the movie is if I owned my own movie theater and I was going to do my own programming, I would do a triple feature of this with Raiders of the Lost Ark, The Rocketeer, and Wonder Woman. Wow, that is some good company. So that's amazing. Um, I'm going to go pick up the, the Batman 66 and Wonder Woman. That's, that's this. That concept alone. It's super fun. Je writing with Jeff Parker has been a dream. We've been alternating chapters because it was digital first. And we're, we were, were so in sync with each other that we would be giving notes on chapters and we would be like, did I write this one or did you write that one? And, and neither one of us could remember. <laughs> and uh, getting to work with Jeff because, you know, it was important for me to have Jeff in Kamala because he brought Batman 66, the comic book, to life. And that he, he captured that show in the best possible way. And it's always fun not only to collaborate with people who you love, but people whose work is good and you can connect with. So, And David Hahn and Carl Kiesel are doing the artwork on it. And the first issue has a, a variant cover by Adam Hughes. So if you want to see Linda Carter and Adam West in full costume by... Not, not, I'm sorry, not Adam Hughes, Alex Ross. The other... Oh. One, of, one of the other more brilliant... One of the other brilliant people in the world. Yeah. Alex Ross. I haven't had any coffee yet today, so <laughs> forgive me, forgive me. But uh, it's a really, it's been a blast. And to get to write a comic book based on a TV show, when I was little, I used to spin around hoping to change my clothes. So getting to revisit those characters and actually give them a voice is, is a huge privilege. That's awesome. And I will say, Alex Ross, my all-time favorite artist, anything he does. If just... you see his cover, you will freak out. You will want a poster and a print and a t-shirt and wallpaper. It's, it's glorious. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much, Mark. I appreciate you talking to us. We're going to have this on WeBeam TV and on Comic Book 101, Nerd Talk, all those things. And what would be a great place for people to reach out to you? Uh, on on uh, Twitter. And you can follow me on Facebook and read all my neoliberal, pinko commie political ramblings about the world situation right now. So if you're, if you're, on, the, on, the, if you're on the right side of history, you'll like me. If you're not, you'll block me. So, uh, yeah, there, that, there you go. Awesome, Mark. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Thanks. Oh, that's so, Star Wars. Yeah. So <laughs> no, I mean, that was a fantastic interview. Um, Dude, I've always loved awesome. his his writing and his work. I was and and, and hats off on the Love Is Love project. Um, raise a ton of money for the Pulse uh, victims. Uh, that's such awesome. a great thing. And I completely blew my mind. I forgot to grab one of those posters that he had signed. He was giving those away for free. <gasps> all you had to do was, if you wanted to, donate to the cause. Oh, but he was just giving it away. Oh, was such a great guy. It was pretty awesome. And I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to getting him on Comic Book 101 and doing a full interview with him. Yeah. He's local, right? Uh, no. Really but I'll zoom, zoom him, him in. in. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so the next, the next thing we're going to do, we're going to do another top ten because I like top tens here lately. And we wrote our own list this time. And, okay, so I made these two. Um, how can it be? How can that be? Um, they're going to do a top ten list of, of who, one to ten, who sh, who's the, the best um, game characters, game, game video game characters. characters. Yep. So, so number ten. Who do you guys think? I had at number ten. I had Kirby. 
sub-zero. Okay, according to this list, Cloud. From Final Fantasy, oh, I didn't even think about him. Final Fantasy VII. Okay. Which we I talked can, about. I as can see that. One of those overhyped. Yeah. <laughs> overhyped. But it was overhyped because of him. Right, yes. Yeah, he's a great character. Okay, so right. who's your number nine? Uh, I put Master Chief. Mario. Mario. Uh, according to these guys, Luigi! I can't believe I don't have him on my list either, and I don't. Luigi! <laughs> I like saying Luigi! I'm, the, I'm always either the silver Luigi or silver Mario in the Mario Kart. I love Luigi. I've always loved him. Yep. Okay, so who's your number eight? Mega Man. Crash Bandicoot. And this, Samus Aran. Metroid. Yep. I can see that. Yep. Okay, and who is your number six? No, seven. No, seven. seven. Uh, I have Scorpion. The guy from Gears of War, I think his name was Marcus. Maybe. Marcus yep. Phoenix. Ezio. Oh, from uh, Assassin's Creed. Yep. From, yeah, yep. I yep. like him. Yep, he's cool. Uh, I don't know about him making top ten, but all right. Top ten. Okay, number six. Um, number six, I have Ryu from Street Fighter. Nathan Drake. Oh, oh, good one. I didn't think about Nathan Drake. Yeah, that's uh, good. They're making a movie, by the way. Yeah. And Tom Holland just got cast as young Nathan Drake. Okay, on their, according to their list, awesome. Solid Snake. Now, I have Solid on my list, but yeah. I have him at number five. I see that. <laughs> so, number your number five is Solid Snake, and your number five is? Agent 47. The Hitman guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was good. Yeah, uh, yeah. Another character. What about you, Dylan? Where'd he go? Okay. He's like, don't reference to me. Don't he reference me. Okay. Uh, no, he's just doing Kirby. all the right there. Kirby is there number five. I had him at ten. Yep. Um, at number four. Four, I have Yoshi. Number four? Princess Peach. Princess Peach. They have Master Chief as their number four. All right, number three. I have Sonic. Number three. Lara Croft. Oh. Why is she not in the top ten, too? I think about it. <laughs> I it's like, yeah. She's on the wall. Um, theirs is Sonic. Hey! Good job. All right. <laughs> number two. Ezio. Uh, huh? Ezio. You have Ezio like number two. I have Link. Link. No Link. Hey! All right. <laughs> okay. And the number one. I think I've nailed the number one with their list, number too. Number one. Mario. Mario. Does uh, Pokemon, or what the hell, is Pikachu count? Nope. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's yeah, kind of a video game. Yeah, yeah. it is a video game. No, character. it is a video Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, they, they put Mario as number Mario one. Is number I think one. on anybody's video game list, it has, like, in, in, in just for sheer numbers and, and time and everything right. else, and knowledge and the fact that he's at everywhere, Mario ends up being everybody's number yep. one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, boy, that's cool. I think my battery's going to run out. I don't think I'm going to make it, but that's Yeah, he okay. was quite literally at MegaCon. <laughs> literally. Charles Martinet, the voice yep. of Mario. Yep. He was exactly. There. It was pretty cool. Couldn't get close enough to talk to him, but no, because he was always busy too. And then one, Man, of, he always it, you know, uh, now because of the way they had it, we got to go into the panels, but media had to stay in the very back, mm -hmm. which is kind of cool. I still got it. So we went in for meatloaf. Mm -hmm. Dude is a smartass. I love it. <laughs> yeah. People would ask him questions before they got their question out. He goes, "I already know where you're going," and this is blah blah. Like. And then he was completely wrong. Yeah. He's like, well, the yeah. real, then the guy's like, well, the real question is, 
What's on your playlist? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was completely he thought, near he, where he was. Yeah, going. he thought the kid was asking who influ- who influenced who influenced them. Nope, no, no, no. just want to know who was on your playlist. <laughs> and, we're, and the end's like, wow, that sucked. But um, so the next interview we've got is with um, Cyanide and Happiness. Cyanide and Happiness. Now I wasn't here for that one. Yeah, that was Friday. You know, that was Friday. So let's run that one, and uh, we'll just talk about it when we get back. We never talked about the other one, did we? All right, guys, I am here with Cyanide and Happiness, one of the best things you ever to find on Facebook, I can tell you that. It's posted all over, so I love it very much. So how did you guys get started? Who wants to go first? Adam, Adam wants to go first. Adam, you're going first. Sure, so I didn't start it, um, but it was started by a handful of guys. You had Rob, Dave, uh, Chris, there were three of uh, the founders. You also had Matt. Um, they started it back about 12 years ago. Started out as a bunch of guys on the internet making jokes and web comics from several different parts of the US and actually one in Ireland as well. Even interna- inter- international jokes, so that's even, that's even great. So I realize that I'm a terrible, terrible host. I didn't even introduce you guys. So let's start that way. Yeah, oh, I'm Adam. I'm the producer of all the shorts and the shows. I'm Noelle. I am the reason that this awesome game that we have is out to be awesome. So let's actually let's talk about the game because I am interested to learn more about it. What is Joking Hazard? So Joking Hazard, um, it is inspired by the comics that the that the creators started up all you know way back when, back in the day. And then they had the random comic generator so people can make their own terrible comics. People loved it and thought it was amazing. And then um, they saw, hey, games are doing really well on Kickstarter. I want to do a Kickstarter. So they made this game and it plays a lot like Cards Against Humanity, you know, like all the other successful games. And um, it, it, you make a comic. That is what you do, is you make an awesome three-panel comic that can be basically whatever you want. You've got a judge, and they determine who the winner is. The judge sets it up. Everybody else plays the punchline. And it is a good old time. And it's just the best. Yeah, that's exactly. Right and that's what people do. But when you do it randomly, you know, um, you get all kinds of cool stuff. So the game is a really, really inappropriate party game that can totally replace all the other ridiculous party games that are inappropriate. I think that the fact that it's inappropriate makes it appropriate as a party game, though. So I think that's the fun of the irony of the whole situation. It's a so bonding it's- experience, you know? You get to see, oh, right, I'm a shitty person, and so are my friends, thank God. It makes you feel so much better about your you and your friends. No, that's where you learn a lot about uh, people. I played with an eight-year-old, and he beat us. I don't know how he knew half the stuff in the deck, but I learned a lot about him. That tells you the morbid sense of, of intelligence that's coming along in our new generation, yeah. that an eight-year-old can slay people in this game. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty, uh, that's, it's impressive, I have to say, as a parent, it's impressive. Yeah. So I'm, I'm down for it. I, I blame Call of Duty. Absolutely. That's, I, that's I blame Call of Duty, too. Everything from this game is just Call of Duty all day. It's just how many incest jokes can I make? Well, when in doubt, Call of Duty. Let's just blame yeah, Call of Duty. Yeah, that's fine. I'm fine with that. I mean, it's also partially our fault because we I mean we have yeah we have the comics and stuff, but then all the kids are watching our animated shows on YouTube, which is awesome because we have we got Channel A, we've got Cyanide and Happiness, we have Cyanide and Happiness minis, which are like a black and white version. It's not quite. It's just too many ideas and stuff. Here you go. Yeah. No, basically, so we have like she said the the Cyanide and Happiness shorts that come out every week. Uh, we have the Sinai and Happiness Minis, which is basically, like she said, uh, a more dumbed-down version. I don't want to call it a dumbed-down version, but it's black and white, and it's a lot more simple. Um, 
It's more like along the animatic, if you know the term. I'm proud of you. Um, and then we have, yeah, Google. It's your best friend. Uh, and we have Channel 8. And we also have the Sinai and Happiness show with CISO, which is NBC's new streaming platform. Uh, it's all comedy-based. You have things like Dan Harmon's new show, Harmon Quest, Parks and Rec, Saturday Night Live. Um, and, of course, our show, which is awesome. We have s three seasons on there. And we are actually, this week, coming up, June 1st, we are launching the last five episodes of season three. Um, we have ten episodes per season. The last five are coming out next week on June 1st. So if you get a chance, check it out. We also have the app. Oh, yes, we have an emoji app. So when you're sick of just having cyanide happiness everywhere in your life, you can make yourself into a cyanide and happiness character. It's the best. That is pretty awesome. And CISO, I know you can get on Roku and other other platforms yeah. such as that. You have a. Uh, I know. I know you can do Roku. I know Xbox One has it. Um, and I can't speak to how exactly it works. I know that you can watch it through Amazon. And you can watch CISO shows through Amazon somehow. I believe on Prime. Uh, I believe on Prime. Um, I haven't done it that way, uh, but I know that I I use a Roku and Xbox. So. Check that out. I just watched it at the studio, like a like a loser. <laughs> I'm super supportive. Well, that that, I mean, if you're not doing it at work. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's that 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 shows a sign of, of employee unhappiness if you're not doing it at work. So the fact you're doing it at work shows that you're happy at work. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I mean, you know, who can hate just drawing dicks all day? And on that note, we're gonna end right there because there's nothing better that can be said <laughs> that who loves drawing dicks all day. So I'm super beard. Thank you guys for Sinai and Happiness, and I'm checking out now. Thank you. Whoa! We're back. So they were pretty awesome. They were. They were really um, cool. That game Joking Hazard, that's kind of funny. Joking Hazard looks like a lot of fun. Um, they kind of remind me of a, a Facebook print version of Rooster Teeth in the way mm -hmm. they, the, the crew they have, the way they do things, right. stuff like that. So. Right, right. I can, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> It was definitely interesting. It was definitely an interesting um, um, concept. Yeah. Now, how old are they? How long have they been around? Do you oh know? God, over a decade. A decade? Yeah. Okay. It's been a while. I think, it's, I think they said 12 years they started. 2000. I, I, she kept going all oh, years ago, way back in the wind. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> way back in the wind. So. <coughs> No, but it was it was cool to meet them. I'm I'm interested in getting the game and and trying that. 2005. Thank you. Yeah, so 12 years. 12, 12 years. years ago. Okay, that's not. So yeah, that was not right. Bad. It was 12 years. You know, and I tell you, you know, the more I was there, there was so much there. We there was I mean there was no way we were going to get everybody, mm -hmm. so we really had to pick and choose. And you know, um, when you're trying to pick and choose, sometimes your host. Mm -hmm. He gets lost. Yeah. And he can't find the camera guy, right? It's really kind of <laughs> funny. So I think, uh, Dylan, do we have that where he gets lost? Can we show I we that? Do. I think we do. Yeah. 
feeling. I found you, Dylan, in the crazy maze of Megacon. I found you. I found you. And we're back. <laughs> awesome. Did you really not be able to find him? No, I couldn't find him. I, I totally missed him. I walked past him like three times, didn't even see him. Here's a dude with a camera rig and the whole nine. I just totally just did not that see him at all. That is so awesome. I was really impressed with the range those microphones have. I mean, that kind of equates also to, to make how busy it can get and, and the amount of maze of a, of a place it can be. Well, I, I know when there's vendors we didn't even see. Like, I'm watching some B-roll. That's crazy. It was not Thursday. It was Friday. No, Sunday's the second. We expect day. Friday's the third. All I know is when I first got there, I, you know, I went to, you know, went to, I've, I went to Tampa Bay Comic Con last year. And you know, I'm really, I really wasn't ever a big Comic Con person. First of all, I just, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not claustrophobic, but I really don't like a lot of people on me. Yeah, that's my problem. I when I go the when we go to theme parks. Yeah, it's 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 a lot for us to go for because of me. Right. Um, and then I find myself because I don't like people, I'm constantly zooming in and out of people so I can just get by them. Yeah. And then I find a little open area and then I go, I relax. Mm -hmm. And then we go, okay, I got to go back again. And then, <laughs> and then when we're standing in line, it's like, I'm like, I, I, I just kind of like put my hands out so people will just give me space. Yeah. And when they go, oh, you got to step forward. And I'm like, no, nah, I ain't stepping forward. <laughs> no, I'm not cramming into that. I'll stay to the back of the pack. I'm okay with that. Yeah. And, you know, they really want to push you. And I'm like, nope. But that place was huge. Saturday was a little more crowded. We had a little bit more zipping through. Yeah. But even then, it still wasn't a sardine factory. It was, it was... Well, see, and we were thinking about we're you know we're going through our, you know when we do these we we take a lot of gear, and we're like okay what are we going to take? And then I was like oh we're going to I'll I'll bring the wheel dolly. There was no way I was going to build a wheel dolly around that place. Well, I think we could have done it, but no, because those the typically those wheel dollies are small are small wheels. That is true. And it would have been like, <laughs> and I'm like nah, I'm just not going to do it. It's just not worth it. So. Um, so we have um, we have a, another interview. We do have another interview. And and um, the the she was the reason I watched Scooby Doo, not this not not, not this not one, the interview, but, but the character. She's my favorite character out of Scooby Doo. Everybody's like, yeah. oh oh oh, yeah. you know, like, no, uh, so. Daphne, not Daphne, Velma. Velma was oh my, my favorite on all of them, mm -hmm. and actually, Miss Carly Woods is in our next interview, and uh, we're gonna have more interviews next week, but. This is who we got now, so let's let's play that interview there, Dylan. All right, guys, I'm here with Carly Woods, another one of the great cosplayers here at MegaCon. How did you get started in cosplay? So I originally went to film school, and I started a YouTube channel called Geek and Gorgeous, and I was interviewing people at cons just like this, talking to cosplayers, interviewed a cosplayer, fell in love with it, went back to school for fashion, learned how to sew, and then I started doing it full time. 
Okay, so now I have to ask because I'm also a film grad. What yeah. school? Well, I'm from Toronto, so it was Humber. Yeah. That's actually a great. That's a great school. I went to Full Sail here in Orlando, actually. But no, that's a great school. So, how long have you been doing it on the cosplay side of it? I've been cosplaying for about five years. I've been doing it like full time for two and a half years now. Um, what are some of the better cons, like like Mega Cons, which is one of the big ones down here? Uh, what are some of your favorite cons as far as places to go? Um, one of my favorites is Fan Expo Canada. It's my hometown. It's my first show I ever went to, and it's huge. It's like one of the third largest in North America now. There's like over 300,000 people that show up. Um, it's great. That's one of my favorite shows. And I'm going to Boston Comic Con in August, and I've never been to Boston, but I hear really great things about the show and the city, so I'm really looking forward to that one. All right, that's awesome. Now i got to ask, what is the craziest thing that's happened to you at a con? It might have actually happened this morning. Probably this morning. <laughs> there's been somebody that was really difficult, um, very rude and inappropriate, and the police had to come by and take them, and yeah, so anyways. So, <laughs> I will say on behalf of all of us geeks and nerds, I apologize for pe the, the small minority of us that are awful, but the rest of us appreciate what you do, and we love it. <laughs> so thank you so very much, and we at Weebeam TV will obviously share you. Oh, please let everybody know how they can follow you. Uh, at my Instagram or Facebook at It's Carly Woods, and uh, my Patreon, and I'm on Twitch. I stream about four days a week on Twitch. I make all my costumes, and I also stream live at conventions. So if you can't make it to a show, I do live streaming. And if you just message me on Twitch and say, hey, go interview this cosplayer, I will go and chat with them. That is awesome. So we at Weebeam TV will share all that with you too. So everybody make sure you follow Carly and we'll see you guys next time. Fun. Go Velma. <laughs> so that oh, was one of, the, one of the, I got it was over a dozen of these professional cosplayers there. Yep. That's Bane awesome. Bravo, Scarlet Rose. We, and, we, um, and we got one with Bane. Oh yeah, we got one with Scarlet Rose. We got one with Bane Bravo. Yeah, we'll, we'll have some um, of those we'll on next week. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We'll also yeah. start sharing them on Facebook and stuff like that. Yep. And we'll have different things up. Well, matter of fact, we'll even put this looping one here. I'll have uh, we'll we'll have the the our boss our, our awesome editor put some music to it because it's kind of funny. Because in the very end, I get shot by an umbrella agent, <laughs> and and I'm trying to watch. Well, the best part of that was was what it cannot be seen by the way. Because mm -hmm. we're walking through this big open area where a lot of cosplayers are hanging out. Because there's the professional cosplayers here, and then the celebrities over here. But there's a huge gap in between. So we're walking through, and he's getting footage of other things. The umbrella dude stalked him stalked. for a good city block before he finally came around the front. I'm just laughing. As a matter of fact, it's going to come up there soon. Yeah, it'll be at the end of this. <coughs> but it That's was awesome. good. That's place, I mean, it was absolutely. And I got and I you know, and I got to thank all the guys at, at, at MegaCon and all the people. Ashley, the bomb. Oh, Ashley Jimenez is the VP of marketing oh, for the company. Absolutely phenomenal. To, I mean, yes. I mean, we didn't get anything that anybody else didn't get for media. But I mean, I couldn't have. I couldn't have been happier with uh, the way they handled us as media, you know, so... Um, Got back to us immediately. Yep. That's awesome. You know, every email was answered immediately. Yeah, there was um, no wondering. You're like, nope, you can do this and you can't do this. I mean, we literally knew what we could and couldn't do. Yeah. And, um, they actually, the media room, they had actually originally, the media, original media room was simply a storage room. Yeah. A small room, probably as big as this area. Yeah. If you had a wall here... It'd be about that oh, size. Wow. It was meant, it's coming up. It, yeah. The, it, it was meant for just to put your gear in. Mm -hmm. Yep. They upgraded the media room to a room four times that size wow. because we had asked about shooting our shows. So oh, they had cool. set us up with a room. Now, we ended up not doing it, but the other right. people that were media were very right. thankful, and they ended up using it for interviews and stuff. And, and the nice. thing about the, the heart... Here we go. Watch. Ready? If you can everybody watch above me. Boom. He shoots me, and I die. <laughs> but... Um, 
good job, Eric, editor. Um, but it was it was really cool. I mean, see, most of the people there were people that were more about they go record, edit, put together. We're more about the live, 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 live. Right. So, and, and you know, once we got there and I saw it, I'm like, you know, we are not going to try to do this. Because, first of all, I'd have to eat up all their, I mean, we, we, we have to have internet. I mean, we have to have strong internet. Just yeah. what we got here. So, um, so we just figured we'll, we'll go ahead and just, we'll do some recordings like every, everybody else. And it was awesome. I mean, absolutely phenomenal. But I'd never been so tired. I'm old. <laughs> I'm 51 years old. And I'm out there running around with cameras with all those young cats. And it's like... Like I said, I walked over fifty thousand steps each day. Yeah, Comic Con's long days. Long. They are, and days. people, you know, people are like, "Oh, you guys were out there partying." Yeah, no, we weren't partying. Right. I got news for you. And you we know? very rarely sat down. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, I got another top ten for you guys. All I right. think you know, I've already. I, I we we did it while you were well, while we were watching the video, and these actually, we're gonna do the top ten scariest movies of all time. Now, I have my list. And actually, my list was kind of like theirs, except for some of, the, some of the stuff on their list. I have no idea. So let's start with number 10. What do, you, what do you got for number 10? I have House on Haunted Hill. The Ring. The Ring. They have, again, this is all subjective, right? Yeah. Number 10, 28 Days Later. Mm. I, I didn't even find that scary. I, I, I really didn't no. find that scary. I found that more of a, an apocalyptic yeah, it's a zombie, zombie movie. Zombie movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, to be honest with you, uh, oh, World World War Z was more scarier than that, in right. my opinion. Yeah. You know, I, have a story I think what it. happens is when they when they throw little kids into the mix, mm -hmm. that's supposed to make it scarier. Right. Now, there's only one scary movie, which my the my scariest movie is not on here, and I know you guys are going to make fun of me once I tell you what it is, but it's not on here, and I'll, and I'll tell you mine. My number one. My number one is not like theirs. So, number nine. Okay, well, before we go, my number six has a story. There's a story to my number six. So, <coughs> but for number okay. nine, I put 13 Ghost. That was a good movie. Oh, the, origi I like the original that. and the remake. Yeah. Oh, uh, Blair Witch. Blair Witch. Now, okay. My, okay, so we'll go ahead and talk about it. Yeah. Blair Witch is my number six. <laughs> but the reason it's up there on the mm -hmm. list, when I went to go see it, another one of those really hyped up movies, right? Oh, yeah. But I knew kids that had worked with the kid that used at uh, UCF that had UCF. done it. I was going to Full Sail at the time. So I was like, okay, we're going to go. We get in there. I'm at the AMC 20 in Tampa, the largest theater they we're have. Yep. And we are in their largest theater. We're in a row. We're on the second, second uh, tier. And we're sitting there. In the middle of the movie, when it starts to get really scary, the tree, they start seeing the trees and things start to go weird. There's a thud. The entire theater goes black. <laughs> Just goes black. Emergency oh, lights, everything gone. Really? And it went out to the point where people left. Like they were like, uh, I think we have to Why go. Why the emergency lights? Those are battery up. That's Ex battery backup. That's generator, and even the generator went out. Holy they got crap. hit hard. It was a very loud boom, and then everything went out. Well, so that's what I'm saying. Inside, your, like, in, in, inside our emergency lights, we have batteries. So if you if your generator doesn't go, well, their emergency go, lights are the up. like the stair lights, yeah. and then the door lights. But the door, the only thing that was left was the exit sign. Oh, yeah, that was that's awesome. So there's a little red light in the bottom of the thing. So it made the movie so much scarier. I couldn't watch Blair Witch, and I couldn't watch the other one about the uh, um, dinosaurs or whatever it was that was shot. It was Cloverfield. I, yeah, I just can't watch it. It makes me sick. I'm not not scared sick. It's just it's just too much. It's yeah, too I was too little much. when Blair Witch came out. I was and see a lot of people. I was found, in elementary school. Yes, found footage film. So I right and I was young enough that it was real to me. I was like 
Yeah. Well, their marketing was really good because they was, pushed I it heard, as a real thing. And they, I read and, something recently that the people that acted in it, they kind of disappeared from the end of filming until the movie came out. So there were all these people messaging their parents, messaging their parents and, oh my God, is everything okay? Your kids and... Because they pushed it hard. I well, just yeah, read about that very really recently. And they filmed that down here. And now, right? Yeah, it was filmed out in like. Yeah, the, a lot of people thought Ocala. it was filmed in, up north, uh, in the northeast. Yeah, I thought it they was shot northeast. in Ocala. It's a woods, yeah. back woods of Ocala. That's awesome. Um, which they is scary enough as it is. Yeah, I was going to say, that's oh, yeah. that, that'll buy itself. <laughs> okay, so let's keep going. Okay, sorry. Number so eight. Friday the 13th. Saw. Saw. Their number eight is The Shining. I never, I just. I put it was bloody. I don't think it was scary. That was no. another one I saw as a kid. So as a kid, things are way different because stuff now. Had... Don't are you missing my my? I thought I built you a, a backdrop and everything. No, you got to put it in. Yeah, okay, never mind. I'll, I'll yeah. Anyway, number seven. Child's play. Halloween. <laughs> that was just funny. <laughs> Halloween. Halloween. Halloween was. I don't know about all scare time, but their number seven is Game of Death. Never I've heard never of heard of that. Never know. Mm -mm. I have no idea. Oh, can I change mine to Silent Hill? That was scarier than that. No, oh, you already did. <laughs> Too late. Uh -huh. But I don't even know what they get. I don't even know. I, I've never even seen that movie. I've never no, heard of it. No, never heard of it. Never okay. even heard of it. Number six. That was my Blair Witch Project. Blair Witch. Sixth Sense. Six Sense. That wasn't scary. It was kind of weird. But again, I was younger. I was like middle school <clears> when okay. that came I out. Okay, I get that. Yeah. Their, their number six is uh, Psycho. Psycho okay. messed with people back in the day, man. Yeah, no, it was that I mean, was that, a that, that film. That film is a masterpiece. Yeah, I, uh, there's no denying. Yeah, Hitchcock that. just really made you go. Yeah, I'm never getting another. One shower of the biggest again. twists in that. One of the biggest <laughs> twists in that movie is having that big, huge name actress die in the first five minutes. So much so that when Scream, which was supposed to be a horror movie but a parody of horror movies at yes. the same time, Drew Barrymore is on every poster, everything else. Kill her off in the first in the first yeah. five minutes. Done on purpose. <laughs> it's an homage to, to Alfred Hitchcock. Okay, awesome. number five. Wrong turn. That's oh. good, but I don't know about scary. I forgot about that it one. It was more creepy. Creepy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Hellraiser. I loved Terrified Pinhead. me as a child. Pinhead was awesome. Terrified me as a child. With theirs, a hundred feet. What? I never, never don't. Yeah, I'm like, I okay. I don't know how this is all time. This the guy that did this must have been out of his freaking mind. So, all right, number four. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Shining. Their number four is The Ring. That was not scary. Mm -hmm. I didn't like it. I was dumb. Yeah. The, it's I, all the, jump the scare. Is, but right. all, anytime you do jump scare, I say I, the ring, you lose me. When I say The Ring, I say the Japanese version. The original version is really scary. No, even that one I didn't. I like the original one. I, don't, um, I didn't find but, it. No. All right, number three. Um, Leprechaun one. I can see your list. That's <laughs> let the right one in. Oh wow! That's only because I read what? the book first. Oh, okay. I read the book and I really appreciated the way they did the movie. <coughs> on their on their list, a Nightmare on Elm Street. That was my number four. Yeah, I mean that that movie that terrified people in the day. Leprechaun, I don't know if I, I personally don't think it needs to be in the top. Leprechaun, 10. Leprechaun creeped me out, man. That was just goofy. That was <laughs> just creepy. Right, number me two. Out. House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, I like that. Yeah. The Grudge. The Grudge. Okay. Their number two was 1408. 1408. Love that movie. Oh, 
Love that movie. That was I a messed love up movie. John Cusack. Oh, he's you know one of my left off my list. Uh, I don't know if it's horror though. It was the movie, the number twenty three with Jim Carrey. Yes, I, that's what I just uh, thought about. <laughs> I can't see. That's not really every horror, time. Though. Well, every no. time Jim Carrey got into it's something more like psychological. That, yeah, yeah. I, that really. I, I have a hard time watching him doing anything serious or scary. So mm-hmm. just doesn't. Okay, number one. Number one. Wicked little things. Exorcist. Yes, and I would have thought about that. I like, but I like it. It doesn't scare me. I enjoy that okay, movie, well, that but. Okay. It's supposed to be scary. No, I won't watch it. I refuse to watch Exorcist. I'm done with it. <laughs> yeah, he won't watch it. So my my number my no <laughs> my number one and I that I would have picked ever was um Poltergeist. Mm. That movie freaked I mean, let me tell you something. That movie freaks me out now because of all the curses behind Oh my god. I, Amityville horror. Yeah. yeah. It was, Based on a true house. Yeah, I don't know why that didn't make it. I mean I don't agree with these. I'm just I'm well, yeah, yeah. we've never even heard of. Um, right. But um I mean I had I had I that clown. Forget. Oh, I oh my god, had oh my god that clown. Stephen King's it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't like clowns, period. Are they remaking that? Yes, yes they, they are. are. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things that's like... Well, first of all, like, you got Tim Curry playing your villain. Yeah. You have Tim Curry as Pennywise. Come on. <laughs> My favorite death ever is actually from The Exorcist. When the guy gets um, the window truck or whatever is rolling backwards down the hill and then a sheet of glass slides down and slices off that guy's head. Best death in a movie ever. Well, so, except for Thirteen Ghosts, when the guy gets yep, cut in half. Yep. I was going to say that, but like also that you know what? Another great. It was supposed to be a horror movie, but I didn't really find it scary. But it had some great deaths. Was Final Destination the first? One. Yes. Yeah. The first one. It was just good. It was just great. Gore. It, you know, there's a there's a you know I, I I don't I like to find out how they put this together because there's a difference between slasher, jump scare, um, psychological thriller, psychological and just gore. Mm-hmm. Right, um, oh, yeah. like all the Michael Myers, all the Halloweens, all the, those kind of things. You know, you know Jason's coming. You know Michael Myers is coming because they they get you. You know something getting ready to happen, yeah. or they're having sex. You know they're getting ready to die. Yeah, that's. I mean, get them naked, they all die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it was it was one of those things that every time you, a girl come out of the shower, seeing she was naked, she get ready to die because she's naked. The only time it didn't happen was Jamie Lee Curtis. Well, you can't kill her because right? she's hot. <laughs> well, she was the she was during the eighties the only woman to show her breast and not die in a horror movie. Yep. And in fact, I think and up we until thank this, you for that director. I actually think it's, it lasted like almost twenty years. That that wow. fact. That what about Carrie? In the movie uh, Carrie, she Carrie gets is, naked in the shower and she doesn't die. But it's not a horror movie either. No, it was no, one of those. Really. You know, well, she had kinetic powers though. Yeah, that was yeah. more of a. Just, so she was, was just, more of the. Yeah, that, that was a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, kind of, sort of. Yeah, not really. You know, but Thirteen kinda. Ghosts was all. Thirteen Ghosts was to me was uh, it was it was scary as in it was gore because everybody died horrifically. I mean, yeah. there was no just. Oh, it's fantastic! I mean, chunks. Yeah. Of, well, that's that's like watching um, that's like watching the first um, uh, uh, Umbrella movie, um, Resident Evil. Resident Evil, when they were going through the hallway and they all got chunked in little cubes because of the laser beam. Oh and, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you know that that could have been a horror movie. They are already talking you know? about. They're already talking about rebooting the Resident Evil series. Um, I, I think it's a little fast I love the last movie that came out but so. yeah I'm with Dylan though I really think if they just base it directly off the game those games were even back when they very first came out were done cinematically 
Oh, yeah. Because the guy who wrote them was a screenwriter. Yeah, he wasn't okay. just a... Uh. It wasn't just a video game designer. So they were written cinematically. You can shoot those games and be successful with them because they... And literally one at a time. Just Resident Evil 1 is your first one. So yeah, if, two, if, if Dylan will pull himself on the camera, I want to know what his most favorite part of Megacon... I mean, I know he worked very hard, but what was his best moment? He's not coming up with the camera, is he? He's refusing. He gives him, just give him just a moment. I'm a pusher. He's also dealing with Baron Sunshine has shown up. Oh. So he's talking with them as well. Oh. So leave my tech alone. <laughs> <laughs> but well, while he's getting that ready, what I is yours? say that my favorite is very easily, very easy. The Stanley QA. On okay. Thursday night. Other than panels that we <gasps> other than panels. Okay. So well can I say an interview then? Yeah. Okay. So talking with Mark. Mark. Mark Andreco was really cool. I mean, I didn't expect to have an interview with him at all. Yes. And that was really, really cool. Um, he was one of the guys on my wish list. So to get that was really he's cool. He's a bucket list That's interview. Awesome. Yeah, it was that cool. Was awesome. he's, now, he's you, had, you had someone on Comic Book 101 last night. I did. That I I personally what I found fascinating because, um, uh, believe it or not, as I was listening to your interview, him and I were in the same... I'm, when I say I was in that world, I wasn't in the world like he does. I was just introduced to the world because of uh, a work that we did back in the day. But we were in, we literally ran parallel yeah. for a few years. Yeah, he, so, uh, tell us about who it, it was. was Roland Mann. Roland Mann was here um, in studio with us for Comic Book 101. Comic and he's going to be back several times. He, he, he's, he's quite excited. And we only got to scratch the surface of what he does, anyways. We mainly talked about Malibu last night. Uh, Malibu Comics, which is one of my favorite uh, comic brands from the 90s. Uh, were bought out by Marvel and it just kind of died uh, based on contract stuff. But great characters, you know, it was awesome to hear the stories he had about what, you know, he went through getting into his job there, you know, the transition to Marvel, working with some of these great artists and other writers and stuff like that. Yep. Um, editing and writing these books like Dinosaurs for Hire, which is one of my all time favorites. Um, the Ultraverse, which is where, you know, you had all these extra characters that were just so unique but so unique that they couldn't license him. One of the characters was a, an, old, an old warrior who was immortal, but his soul had to be reborn in, in bodies, and he was reborn into a woman. So that was Mantra. Highly controversial, especially in the 90s. Even now, that's still kind of a, you know, right. a, a slightly taboo subject. subject. It's a touchy subject. But in the 90s, forget it. Mm -hmm. So when Marvel bought it over, they had to completely. There was this whole big controversy. It was called the Black September event, where they had to change the characters, and that was right. one of the ones that got changed. But right. it got changed for licensing reasons because nobody would touch it. They couldn't get characters made. But you know what Malibu did? What? They were one of the first ones to have video games done. They had the X Mutants on Sega Genesis. They had more action figures than Marvel did. They had uh, trading cards. They had a TV show. Nightman ran for two seasons. Before wow. anybody else had TV shows. Besides, you know, he had to haul Incredible Hulk and Wonder Woman and stuff like that, but... I can still hear that. You're driving me insane. <laughs> I'm that. sorry. Sorry, she's driving me crazy over here. Popping it's him the knuckles. Rain. Oh, I'm doing it too. <laughs> she's not going to be able to hold your hand when she gets older. You hope, you, <laughs> hope you know that. Lies. They're talking to her husband. Off, lies. Off, off. Lies. No, it's not lies. There's I got zero ants. correlation between arthritis and cracking your knuckles. In fact, you're supposed to crack your knuckles because you can't let the gas build up. I crack everything. Sure, sure, sure. I do too. But but it was a great interview. Yeah, and I got to watch it as I got to watch it as long as I could. We I you know I was doing networking last night for the company and I got to watch it as much as possible. <clears throat> and uh, I'm like this 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 I mean, this is this is a, you're just a great dude. 
Well, yeah, and, and then, like, he knows everybody. We went over to Kicking Wings and we had and we just and we talked even more and like we talked about music mostly and it was. It oh, was really and cool. it was kind of funny. Did you? You didn't have a chance to watch it, no, obviously. Didn't. He didn't get to talk much. No. I let him speak. <laughs> yeah, he got to say, uh huh. And yes. Oh, I'm I agree with that. <laughs> you understand, right? I do. <laughs> That's awesome. So, um, so you weren't at MegaCon, but you no. were at the con in uh, Indianapolis. Yes. So, out of that whole con, I know you worked at mo mm -hmm. mainly, but what would you think would you, was your favorite? Um, I like interacting with the vendors and talking to people. I have a different take on it because. I talk to them when they're setting up and breaking down and right. I ask them how the show goes. I really enjoy interacting with the vendors and finding out where they're coming from and how far they go and how many shows they do a year. That's really cool to me. There's my favorite vendor ever so far is Baby Rabies and they are fantastic. They have clothing and jewelry and belts and things. The dress that I wore at the Safety Harbor Fusion Con was yes. from them. Okay. And it's normally one-off stuff, so it's really super unique, and then it's never made again, however That's many cool. made is it. Um, that is I like the vendors. <clears throat> I like the different vendors and seeing the how far they go right. from <sighs> handling pop culture <clears throat> things. Well, my favorite, is Dylan ready yet? Probably not. Dylan, are you ready to come on camera? He hates us. Yep, he's ready. Okay. All right, Dylan. Who was your? What was your favorite moment of MegaCon? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, he's what. He, what he's saying is the uh, the crit success booth where he got his spinner ring. Oh, spinner ring! That is a very cool. Yeah. That is very cool. I gotta say. Mm -hmm. Very, very, very cool. And of course, everybody knows mine. It's the Walking Dead exhibit. I was good. Now, <coughs> not to jump up, but I'm going to, I, I want to know. We have 10 minutes. Yeah, I, I got it. Um, how much, how big of a Facebooker are you? I mean, I just do Personally, it. not business, personally. Uh, for personally, not, I don't really. I'm on it every day, but I don't, I don't know. I post pictures. I saw it, Dylan. I'm not going to acknowledge that whole experience. What's he that? sent me something that's awful. Just awful. Really? Yeah, Kirby with his shoes off. Oh, God. And it's, it's something yeah. I can never unsee. Okay, I'm going to give you the top 10 disturbing facts about Facebook. Okay, let me, let me, and I'm going to preface this by that they're estimated to peg about 500 terabytes per day. Okay, wow. to break it down, a terabyte is 1,024 gigs. The average 720p movie that we watch on our phone is about one gigabyte. That means Facebook is collecting the equivalent of half a million, half a million movies every day. Wow. So that, that alone tells you how much data they burn. So <clears throat> the number... That's also on, terrifying. On the, yeah, it is. Oh, well, here it gets worse. Number 10 most terrifying fact about it is a facial recognition. When a friend tags you in a photo, this information add to, to Facebook's stack data. So now, oh, yeah. <clears throat> what happens is, is someone else takes a picture of you and you're in the background, they know it's you. Right. Yeah, I why, yeah like, I've seen that like, before. I posted a picture um, from mm. moving forward and it automatically tagged a Lynn. I yep. never even did it. Yep. I was like, what's <laughs> going on? Now, <clears throat> they, um, so remember the minority report? Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's where it's going. That's crazy. Right. Now, here's another one, the number nine. Facebook knows where you are at all times. If you have the Messenger app, 
<clears throat> on your phone, it literally pinpoints you at all times, unless you tell it not to track you, which you can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I but it's not a bad thing can, because people are something nearby and they can wave at you <clears throat> and all that. Yep, crap. I do it all the time. Number eight, Creepy. using Facebook makes you feel worse. Well, yeah, all the negativity well, yeah, and crap on there. Well, and you're seeing all these things that you're never going to aspire to. Yeah, yeah. So, so between so between all the negative postings and then the fact, it actually yeah. affects your mental health. Right. right? Yeah, there's that bar in Toronto I want to go to so bad, but it's in freaking Toronto. The you talking about the one with the behind the yes. Yep, that's awesome. Yeah, mm. well, there's all sorts of stuff like that. Now, it says here, number seven, Facebook creates an echo chamber, an echo chamber for your views. I don't what know does what that, that mean? means. Well, it's like after the election of Donald, let's just take this as an example. After the election of Donald Trump and the recent Brexit crisis, people were quick to turn the blame towards Facebook and Google for curating fake news articles. The evidence was so strong that the CEO of Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, had to make promise to filter out all fake news sites and warn users not to be swayed by a different. So it literally, if you if you put your opinion out there, it literally knew to go get all the people that were like you that are that are that are, are friends with you. Jeez. Yeah, it gets it worse. Wow. <clears throat> Facebook number six. Facebook negativity influences people with eating disorders. Oh, I totally yeah, A small that. study, 84 college women at Florida State University found that those who have Facebook more often were more likely to report dis uh, disorder eating because they're trying to keep up with all their Facebook friends. 100% agree yep. with that. Okay, number five. Facebook makes lonely people feel even more lonely because they're not in the in crowd. And they don't have as many friends yep. as these people. Yep. And, yep. Yeah. It makes you feel left Only out. Only one person liked my picture. <clears throat> okay. Number Nobody four. Some of these are getting, some of these are creepy as hell. Facebook knows more about you than you think. It says Facebook's news feed is designed to keep you engaged as long as possible. During that time, Facebook builds an ever-evolving complex mesh of data on their users. So they're always profiling you. So every now and then, throw them a curveball. <laughs> Do it. Watch what happens. And you, you just like for one day go just completely opposite of what you normally do, and watch how they watch how your algo, al, the, al, the algorithm changes and what shows up on your feed. Hmm. Hmm. I'm a I'm not a Republican nor am I a Democrat, but I am a I'm, I speak my mind. I like some there's some things that some said that I love, and and I tell you what, the more I posted, the more. So I'm going to go and start calling totally opposite of what I did and see if they can follow me. I'm just waiting for you to start posting like rainbows and kittens. Maybe. You never know. <clears throat> Number three is Facebook engages in political censorship. Despite Facebook's mission to have society that is free and open, they have acted opposite by this goal by engaging political censorship. So in other words, if you get too political, they ban you. Really? They shut your account down. Wow. Yeah. Is that like extreme political or just yeah, generally? I, I see so many political posts. Yeah, constantly. That's all I ever see. I wonder what they determine... Well, it's well. Here, here's an example. China, in China, Facebook developed a special software to censor users' posts. Okay. Well, now wait That's a minute. China. They That's went China. as okay, but but even in even in America, they did the same thing. Because in China, like they even regulate the entire internet. And, and, right. and, and well, they in Russia, everything. like there was completely blocked pages in a protest in Russia. Yeah. Well, again, Russia yeah, does the I same thing. Right. Communist country. And here's a number two. Facebook will happily sell your data. Well, how do you think mm. Mark Zuckerberg gets money? Right. I know. But the number I'm not shocked by. No. Here's the number one scariest thing from Facebook. They know when you're sleeping. 
That's an that's an easy algorithm to do, actually. Is it? Based on when you're on and when you don't when you don't even touch it. Yeah. So you haven't touched you haven't touched Facebook for eight hours and it's nighttime. Right. Let's put two and two together and make four. Well. And if they know where you are all the time, they probably know whether you've even touched your phone, nope. regardless of whether it's Facebook or not. So, in my opinion, Facebook knows way too much about us. Oh yeah. A lot of those were very scary. Yes. Yeah. Two, I, I would say two of them were kind of like duh, but the rest of them were like, wow. Yeah. How about that? Terrifying. It is creepy, isn't it? Yeah. And you know, I tell it's you what. Unsettling. Here's what I don't get: all these people on Facebook. They post when they're traveling. Thank you for letting yeah. me know your house is empty and I yeah. can go rob you. Yeah, they're checking in in places and nowhere near their home. Yeah. Well, me and my really wife are going out on date night. Great. That means no one's home with the kids. I'll go rob your place and I'll kidnap your kids. How dumb are you? You don't tell people crap like that. That's why I just don't pull. I just, I, I personally, even on my business, I do not post that I'm going on vacation, nor do I post that I'm going out to eat, or I'm, it's, a, it's a date night out with the wife. I do I that with dinner. I wait until I get back home a lot of the time. Sometimes well, I will when we're that's out. Fine. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the time, I wait until we get back home. Yeah. I'm like, oh, hey, I, we just went to dinner. <clears throat> take pictures of your food if you want to, whatever. I mean, and that is not just Facebook. That's Snapchat, Pinterest, yeah, the whole nine anything. yards. Even your friends, if they're friends. And it's it's even scarier when it's even scarier when you're sitting at a restaurant and like a crying child. It did. This place is haunted. Edgar's in the jeep. (laughs) Edgar's in the jeep. Yeah. You're awful. (laughs) Go get Edgar. We're we're gonna. Somebody bust the glass. (laughs) Break the window, man. Or poor, right? Poor. He crawled so... up under the seat. He does that all the time. I get to well, work. Well, it's hot out there. He likes it, right? He does. Oh, he, he does. loves he likes it. The heat. That is true. Okay. I don't think he could die. Yeah. <laughs> it's Spe- entirely possible. He's Speaking of heat, I want to. I want a big. I want to throw a big shout out. I know we don't normally don't do this, but I'm gonna big big old shout out to McWilliams' son. Yeah. Because they made my house cold. <laughs> we got home yesterday and half the house is hot, and we're like, oh crap. Oh, it's hot. And we have one. One of our AC units is like. 20 something years old it's like it's the oldest one i've ever seen in my life but the when we first moved there the guy told me he goes it goes just ever if it ever goes out just fix it because these are they're bulletproof it takes a lot to make these things go down oh. my house of course it's going to go down <laughs> it is what it is you know but um it's been a great show i thank everybody for hanging in there for an hour and a half with us i mean it's yeah, yeah. well not quite an hour and a half we still have six minutes oh do we really yeah Oh, do we do. No, we don't. We don't have six well, five minutes. minutes. We have, no, we don't even have that. We have four minutes. Please. Well, he's going off the computer clock uh, in there. That computer clock's so wrong. Yeah, but anyway, um, so I absolutely 100% um, loved MegaCon. Cannot wait for MegaCon Tampa. Yeah, September 29th September, through October yeah. 1st, I want to say. Yeah, so we're going to go. We'll be there, I think. Did they give us credentials yet? Uh, I'm just waiting on her to get back. She's not, okay. still not back. She'll be back after this weekend on Monday. That poor thing is going to be I definitely want to go to that one. Yeah, well, that one, I mean, they've already announced Kevin mm-hmm. Smith and Jason oh, Muse. Cool. As well as That's David awesome. Tennant. Yes. We would be going so. to TampaCon, but they don't want us. Yeah, Bree. Right, and I don't even know who handles it. I'll find out at Tampa, though. I'll see if I can find out. I'll see what... Too late then. Right. Well, I can at least find out for next year what their parameters are. Yeah, because apparently, you know, 24 million hits and 7 million views right. isn't enough. They, But I've never seen a lot of press people there at all. No, ever. In any of the shows. I remember 
Well, even even Fox the thirteen shows, shows up. Fox thirteen shows up during right b b the beforehand. Charlie Butcher yes. beforehand. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they show up at setup, and that happened in Indiana. They showed up at setup the day before. That's really common, but I've very rarely seen anybody I beyond think I know why. Um, why? like just why? little video cameras. We had to jump through hoops when I was with Bubba the Love Sponge show to get our press passes for Tampa Comic Con, mm -hmm. and we went with. Gary dressed as baby Huey in a diaper and a half shirt. And so there was a 300 pound man walking around with a diaper on. And we could That would make me want We could have killed Yeah, know. we might have killed the reason that anybody can get press passes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But, but we still I mean, we, even I think, before that cuz I was there the year prior to that and there were still not a lot of press. Hey, look, you can see my shoes. Right? Shoes. I can do all this. But it's been a good show. Um, a lot of comments online. Um, we'll get back. We'll, we'll we'll start answering all those later. And um, I think we're ready to throw to our exit because it's time to go. It is time to go. It's time to go. I'm tired. But stick around because at eight o'clock, beer and sunshine is coming on with their beer and sunshine. So make sure you check that out. It's a great show. Great show. So stay tuned for that. All you gotta do is sit through half an hour. And you can do that. Yeah, watch Moving Forward TV, which is up next. That's my wife and Barry. That's their show. Little, little fun stuff to watch. They're they're kind of they're they're kind of funny. They're hilarious, but they're very informative, and you know, it's some kind of everybody needs to know. So you know what? We will see you next week, and we will have more MegaCon for you next week. See you later. Bye.